Hey, Giant Builders. So today we're going to talk about alignment. And I'll be honest with you, I had a really hard time with this. Alignment in life, play, work, family, kind of a four-pillar alignment with the Giant Builders. So let's walk through this, and hopefully you'll catch on faster than I did. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is the Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. All right. Good afternoon, Giant Builders. I am so happy you are here, and I hope that you are following us on all of our social media. Now, I've said this in a previous episode. I have everything covered but TikTok. So don't look for me there, but everywhere else. Follow, join, chat with everything. Just be my friend, please. Today's guest is Lori Hawkins. Hey, Lori, how are you? Wonderful. How are you today? I'm doing good. The weather is pretty nice today, so it always makes me happier. (laughs) (laughs) So would you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do? Absolutely. So I am, I guess, from a book perspective, I'm a leadership, sales, customer experience, coach and consultant. Um, But really what I feel my calling is here to do is just to help people shine the light on their truest self and really find alignment. So, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. How does one find their truest self? Mm -hmm. I think through surrender and acceptance and doing the inner work versus looking always at the outside for the answers And as simple as that sounds, it seems to be one of the most complicated human choices to make. So really, I'm just a guide. I I call myself an alignment alchemist to help people uncover it for themselves. Oh, that sounds very intriguing. What are some things that block us from being our inner self? Ooh, I mean, we've grown up in a world and a culture that doesn't really teach us to how to find our true selves. So the blocks come from our own upbringing and experiences, from our outer culture, from the work experiences we've had, from social media, from our friend, like just all those outside influences that then create our own belief systems that actually don't always serve us. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking about like where I am right now and where my grandchildren will be is pro- it's probably going to be worse in the future. Do you do I am I completely off base? I don't know. I think it's going to be different. You know, I it's easy to feel the worst part cuz we've just come through 3 years of hard human experience like just hard and we're seeing so much polarity and I don't have grandchildren yet (laughs) but I I do have four children and um, they're young adults and I look at them and I actually see hope because even though they have some really tough things to to navigate they're given different gifts to navigate them than our generation was given. And I just, I look backwards sometimes and I think we as uh, like, we've been through some hard stuff as, as humans and we've navigated it and come out stronger and grown. So I just have to believe that that's the same thing that will happen for them. 
Great. So what would a first meeting look like with you? Mm. A first meeting is really getting deep into what your desires are, which sometimes, I mean, that sounds easy, but that's not always easy either, right? So trying to peel back the layers of what you believe your your hopes and dreams of what your life would look like and what your business, I often work with business leaders, CEOs, or teams of more private business, like privately owned entrepreneurs or business owners, um, because they don't have the same resources as corporations tend to have. And so really just, you know, where are you today? Where do you want to go? What does that look like? What's the gap? And then really starting into who are you really? And how do we how do we work together to close that gap? Yeah, well, that's interesting. And mm -hmm. I would assume there's no age limit to this. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I've never worked with the younger group. Like as far as my uh, talking about my young adults, it's it's funny though. I have a an amazing social media woman who works on my team, and and she's in her early thirties, and she says you need to start speaking to people our age. <laughs> but really, it's more um, you know being at that CEO level. It's typically people sort of in their forties and fifties at this point. But there's there's no limit to the the age of somebody wanting to find their truest self either, right? So, yeah. So what are some of the benefits of finding your truest self? Oh, freedom, peace, joy. You know, I, I think just, I know myself, I grew up in the, I come from a corporate background. I say I'm a recovering corporate leader still recovering corporate leader, recovering perfectionist, recovering hustle and grinder. And so, you know, that world that of achievement and accomplishment and treadmill of just, just get to the next thing. The opposite of that is the outcome is actually just learning to, surrender to life and to allow joy and to allow happiness and to allow flow. And that doesn't mean, you know, there's a lot going on right now about this whole anti-hustle culture. I, I don't really buy into that either personally, because there needs to be times of hustle mm -hmm. to achieve the things. Maybe we just don't really like how we've associated the word, but there's, times of deep commitment to something in order to have build the life that you dream to build too. Right. So, but it's finding that with harmony. It's, it's, I think we've just been so polar. It's finding ways that things can co coexist. And so the outcomes are more freedom, more flow, more peace, more joy, more play, more fun, you know, all the mores. And ultimately, I believe and the experiences I've had with the people I work with is from that also comes maybe you want a more beautiful house and maybe you want a, you know, more enjoyable travel in your life. And those things come as long as they're from the center of of sort of who we are in our beingness versus the the doing, 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 doing. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. More <laughs> being. <laughs> More being. Yes. All right. So is this a point of like just reorganizing things? Hmm. 
I think that from that place comes reorganization. So right now, um, one of the CEOs I work with, she's actually doing some tracking of what does her schedule look like for a two-week period and where is her time being spent where maybe it's not the best way to spend it. So how do we invest it better in the future so that she can start delegating and start actually stepping more into her genius zone? So that's an example where, sure, there's going to be organization that comes with that. But at the same time, it's there's flow, right? So it's it's really... I, have you ever read the book, um, The Surrender Experiment by um, Michael Singer? Do you know, have, have you heard of that? I have not, but I will check it out. It's a it's an amazing book. And it talks so much about surrendering to what's put in front of us. So I think our our logical brain goes to, I've got to organize everything. But then there's this, as you say, in the giant builders, that spiritual element which we remove when we keep everything logical. So how can those coexist of logic with trust and faith and surrender to what's put in front of us? And an example of that is I think, I know I can look backwards at breadcrumbs or nudges that were put in front of me. And I let my organization logic brain say, mm, that's not for me. Whereas if I paused and actually went inside and asked the question, is that for me? I might explore it a little more and realize that it, that it is and was. So we've got a, you know, logic and organization are certainly a part of it. Probably how our brains can begin in a, in a better way. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to wrap my head around this, but I'm still having blockage. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm a tiny bit more left brain than right brain. But um, what do you think of when you think of the word alignment? I think of, um, well, I'm a Christian, so I think of following God's will. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's a spiritual part of it. What about a logical, from a logical perspective, how would you define alignment? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't go there. <laughs> I know. It's like, ah, this is too hard. Um, the logical way of alignment. Um, making sure that I on path for my goals. Mm. And how do you know that? Well, I don't know that until I achieve that goal. Mm. So I think that's that's a great example. And I believe so when I'm talking the surrender, I'm I'm completely in alignment with you on then we're trusting that it's God's will that to me, that's one part of alignment. But then the other part is, let's say that the goal that you want to accomplish is getting getting your podcast launched when you when you first decided you were going to do your podcast. So you put that on one side of the paper and then you put all your activities on the other side and draw a direct line. Is this action creating that outcome? Oh, that's a, I like that visual. 
Yeah. And so many times we're out of alignment with that. So we're, we're saying this is the desired outcome, except if we look at all of the action, it doesn't align to that outcome. Mm -hmm. And so we're spinning and spiraling and frustrated and exhausted because we're, we're not in alignment with this, allowing that to present period. So it's asking ourselves the question, is this in alignment with this desired outcome? Yes or no. And if it's not to say, well, then if that's truly, because I I think we have such a hard time being really honest with ourselves first, right? If I'm busy, then it's going to happen, except it's, it doesn't happen that way. (laughs) So yeah, there's a sort of tactical example of how that unfolds. I do find that busyness does get in my way often. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so much coming at us, mm-hmm. right? There's so much communication. There's so many aspects to a business that, you know, where where do you where do you put your energy and efforts? And I think that that is one really positive, powerful way to do it is what right now is that desired outcome? What activities am I doing? Is it inspired action versus busy action? Are there some like boundaries that you find are good most often with people? I think that that's very personal, people's boundaries, um, but certainly for women, the big N-O, like just no. And this is another alignment question, actually. So is this in alignment with my values first, with with who I am in the vision of my business, second, and third, with those desired outcomes? And if you can't give an absolute like soul knowing yes, then it should probably be a no. We actually hear the no inside. Do you find that? Yeah. Right. And then out of our mouth comes. I'm really good at spitting it out. (laughs) Yes. Me too. Um, with a lot of conscious effort. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you found that as well, but I do think that that's one boundary that so many business owners struggle with and, and women, for some reason, it tends to be more of a theme with women. Yeah. So when you say it, in alignment, are there different levels of an alignment? Like, can I, are there alignments with like being a parent, alignments being in business? Are they, is there one or are there multiple alignments? I think it's choosing that alignment is, so we talk a lot about balance mm-hmm. in life right now. So the work-life balance, I would say the work-life alignment, the, so if, if we look at kind of our two personas are work and and life and within life it's parenting and being a a spouse you want to be and a parent and all of that and work obviously is all that other side of us I mean I've believed from a really young age in corporate even I remember saying I can't draw a line in the sand because I would go to work and I would feel so guilty that I wasn't being the parent I wanted to be and then I would go be a parent and I would sit there and think of all the work things I had to do. And I remember just sitting down and, and, you know, having maybe one of those meltdowns and saying that this isn't working because it's stealing so much joy and energy everywhere. And 
guilt is is such a, a negative emotion that sits in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so I remember sitting down and saying, why do I think there's a line? Like, why do I think there's a line in the sand where over here I'm a parent and over here I'm an, an, a leader? And just deciding I'm a person. Like, I just remember this is 25 years ago. I'm a person. So I'm going to show up present wherever I am and let this guilt go. Now, I'm not saying there weren't moments where, you know, I missed a hockey game and I had to be at work thing and I felt guilty. Um, But for the most part, that is an example of the world is telling us we can find balance in that. But there's no balance. Balance is 50-50. Balance is equal scales. And I feel like really, if we're truthful, sometimes we need to give more here and sometimes we need to give more here. And if we are coming at that from, again, our core values and our, our trust in God, then that can be aligned, but never balanced. So I, I think as an overall theme, that's really, it's it's not like saying, oh, I'm going to sit and work on being an aligned parent, or I'm going to sit and work on being an aligned employee or business owner. It's I'm going to work on being in alignment as a person. And then wherever I show up, then I've got that as my measurement. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Sorry, I'm still unsure of, I guess I'm unsure of the alignment thing still, even though I understand Mm -hmm. the process. Mm -hmm. I still have a little confusion with that. Okay. So I don't know how to tell you what I'm confused about, Mm -hmm. but I'm just still a little confused by it. Hmm. It seems like you don't like the word maybe. Oh, okay. What word would feel better for you? (laughs) Um... So I have a definition. Alignment is about harmony between our emotions, our thoughts, actions, and soul. You feel out of alignment whenever there is an excess or deficiency in any or one of these areas. Hmm. Maybe I, maybe I've not ever felt in alignment and that's the reason I'm having such a blockage. Hmm. That's fair. Maybe that's why I don't understand it. Yeah. I think it's also why we have such a blockage to balance because we never feel that either. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a word people are more accepting of because Uh it's been thrown around as a cliche for so long, right? The balance thing. So for me, I, I just feel like it's, um, it's something we can never achieve. And so I'm trying to change the language and it's cool for me that it's like that you're stuck with it because it teaches me something too. All right. So I mean, even that actually is a really good share. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Right? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay to be stuck with it. I believe we're sitting in a time where there's just another way. I mean, people have been sold so many toxic lies for so long that they can't hear their own voice anymore. We've yeah, been- I mean, I talked to some of my guests have been like, well, I felt like I had to live up to my, what my parents wanted me to do. And then yeah. I found out what I wanted to do. And, you know, so we, 
I think we do have a hard time finding what is our uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. Because we haven't spent time there, right? And again, I'm going to say back to women and I might, this might be a bold statement, but I think Christian women even more difficult because there's guilt wrapped in that. There's some guilt wrapped in the whole, am I in alignment with God if I'm actually exploring how to be balanced or, you know, give more to myself versus give it to everybody else all the time? Am I still in service when I do that? So I think there's also just for women, we have so much guilt around so many things and Christian women, even more, even more, just so many shoulds and judgments and, um, and yeah, just like, how do we measure ourselves? We measure ourselves on achievement and accomplishment and output, as you said, mm-hmm. and is that, you know, I guess the bigger esoterical question is, is that really what God's plan was for us? I don't think so. So I I think for me, that's what alignment is wrapped in is how are, how do we get as close to our true calling from him in this world we live in? Oh, that's very good. How do we do that? How do we do that? How do we do that? And that's, (laughs) you know, for me to sit here and say, hey, I have all the answers for for my customers. And by the time we're done working together, they have the answers. Uh, So many people are running around saying that they have that, but they don't. It's, I feel like my own experiences bring me one step where I can put a hand backwards and say, let me guide you what I've experienced. And then I'm I'm looking to grab the hand of somebody else who's been, you know, one step further that way. And I think that that's really all of our purpose is just to get closer to that calling, which is just actually standing in love and being ourselves. That's That's God's purpose for us. Stand in love and be you. And we make it so hard. Yeah, we do. We make it so hard. So hard. I I just want to help people remove the hard. Oh, that's yeah. Great. <laughs> this yeah. is like the simplest answer. And I think when we get there, that's alignment. We're we're aligned with the path he has for us. And that's where I was talking about the nudges and the breadcrumbs, mm-hmm. because every day he puts them in front of us. Every day. And I literally could fill a house with the ones that I've just been like, oh, that's not for me. (laughs) (laughs) As I know everyone that I work with can too. So it's, yeah, that's just, it's the human doing this versus our calling to be a human being, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is hard as far as like, like you said, we're humans, but we're so trying to follow the spiritual part Mm -hmm. and sometimes the spiritual part doesn't talk loud enough I know but then but then he does 
oh, there's those little whispers. Hang on a second. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have my hearing aids in for that one. I don't know, because then all of a sudden, if I miss the whisper, it's loud. Don't you find that? So that's I, true. I always say God whispers first. And then because we don't pay attention soon enough, it becomes like a big scream and you've got to <laughs> deal with it. And I think those are a lot of, you know, the challenges and struggles we face are because we didn't listen to the whispers. Oh, that's, that's true. Mm -hmm. that's true. <laughs> Sometimes I get confused with the whispers though. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, we, we all do because our mind gets in the way of that. Mm -hmm. And then we can convince ourselves that it was a whisper from God when it was probably just our own mind creating something. I think it's the discernment that, you know, we want to get closer and closer to discerning if it's us or him. <laughs> yeah. our, our thoughts take us on wild journeys versus our souls, right? And I know, I remember probably, I turned 55 years ago and, and I remember thinking, I don't even know what my voice sounds like. And I don't know why that whole year, it was just sort of this conversation about, I don't know what my voice sounds like, which I think if I could hear that, it would be more in alignment with God's voice. But we have all these outside distractions back to that. We have all these shoulds and judgments we've been raised with. And so, you know, I think it's the the one big purpose is to get closer to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was good. Mm -hmm. How do we how do we share this with our children? Mm -hmm. Or how do we help them find their alignment? Mm hmm. God, I do live in a crazy world. <laughs> like they literally have been raised in this. Yeah, my kids graduated, started university, graduated high school, started university through through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I just such a different experience, right? So I believe as parents, this is, this is very out there. So I don't believe our children are ours. I, oh, I agree. And so as parents, I think the first thing we have to do is stop putting all of our expectations, our expectations on our children. I think we have to stop allowing the world's belief system to penetrate them as much as it does by holding love, support and truth with them real conversations about alignment, about hearing your soul, about blocking social media. And it, it's going to be a part of their life. We can't remove that. Right. But helping them understand how to be aware of what they're doing, to be aware of the impact it's having on them. So really important conversations about the tough stuff. One of, I mean, one of, <laughs> I'm just going to say it and then you may. <laughs> um, I remember when our boys were like 11 and 12 ish and 
so social media was kind of becoming a, a bigger thing at that point in time. And none of us as parents were given any sort of book on what we were supposed to do with this thing. And all of a sudden it was out of control, right? It was out of alignment immediately with our beliefs, our values, our ability to even manage it as parents, right? And most parents that were in our circles, nobody had one answer. No, not even having conversations with your closest friends. Could you come into some sort of agreement about how you might deal with this thing for your children, right? And so uh, we had been at church and um, our minister actually was doing a, um, a talk on the impact of pornography. Mm. And I remember my my husband and I just looked at each other with this naivety of, oh my gosh, what do, what are we not knowing from this thing that we're just all of a sudden right in the middle of the storm? And we sat with our children and we watched some documentaries on the impact and what they needed to be aware of, making sure that they were of an age that it wasn't, you know, it was age appropriate to where they were at. Right. But when we talk age appropriate, things are being put in front of like littles. Oh, yeah. And so like, we've always had those hard conversations, but tried to have, have them in a way where um, we're just open and honest versus that, you know, should and have to. And, and I think that that's one of the things right now is just everybody having open conversations versus putting our head in the sand about the hard stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And even uh, another example. So my son went to school for, he started out as he was going to be a teacher. And mm -hmm. after his first six months in university, he said, this isn't for me. I really am interested in film and media. Okay. <laughs> you know, if, that's, if that's nudging you, okay. So he went into that. He has flourished. He loves what he's doing. He's now in his fourth year and he's just, he's thrilled. So that wouldn't be my choice for him at that time. So helping find alignment for our children is listening to them and hearing, you know, share more with me why that's a passion for you. And, and then watching when you see them light up and encouraging that instead of it being, you've got to get this degree and do this and become this which I think we were raised more like that in our generation. I do have a little bit of a concern mm -hmm. because I also have some friends who have had children who, you know, like majored in art history, not nothing against art history, but they had no direction with that. Yeah. I, I, I personally feel that there are certain points where we, we need to step in and make sure that our children are guided towards a future of something. Yeah, I was just going to say, I love the word guidance, right? So I, I do believe we have both as our responsibility where we provide sound guidance because they're still young, they're, they're still navigating. And that's part of our role is to help them with that piece of it. I think we just have to, my biggest word is judgment. We have to do that in a way that it's not judgment and, and we have to, look inside of ourselves that is not coming from our dreams and wishes right. that is coming from again an aligned place towards 
values and that we're trusting God's voice in all of that mm-hmm. versus, you know, this is the path I want for my child type mm-hmm. of behavior, which, which is hard. Like it's, I'm not saying that that's easy. There's a, I think we have to pause a lot, <laughs> like pause, breathe, pause, breathe, try to hear God's voice, all of it. Because parenting through this, this time is a, it's a really tough, it's really, I know I have found it really hard. It's, I I was sharing recently with somebody about, and I would think we probably have grown up similar in a, in a community. I grew up on a farm. And so the community had your back and the community worked together to support children in every family. And I remember we'd go to the community center every weekend and we'd go to the church and it was all the same families that were all supporting each other. And I haven't lived in that small town for 35 years, 35 years. And yet um, my parents live there still. And one of their friends passed away a few months ago. And I went back to the, the gathering, the celebration of life. And everyone, Lori, how are you? How are the kids? They literally knew my kids' name still. And it was just this beautiful pause of what a blessing to have grown up in that Mm -hmm. and I describe it to my children who have a beautiful community of our family and our friends but it's different Mm -hmm. it's not they've then they've got all the social media and all that other stuff we didn't have and so it's a it's a big calling for us as parents and grandparents yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is indeed so well, any closing thoughts? Just thank you. I love the giant builders. And so I just, I think about alignment really being about what you are doing of bringing together the spirituality and the other pieces of us. And it's so important. Mm. So just, yeah, thank you for doing your work and for okay. allowing me to be here today. Well, I really appreciate your information and I'm feeling, I'm feeling more in alignment. So I appreciate that. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) All right, Giant Builders. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.